I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Hey, welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 22. And so um, today we're talking about trusting God with our cynicism. And we just started this podcast um, upstairs a little bit ago. And uh, we had 15, 20 people listening. And I kind of froze up. I felt really nervous. And so. Why, you know, I'm sorry, Jake. What's going on? Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm with Jake Hare, and um, I'm, he lives in Phoenix here in Arizona. One, two, one, two, four, you. <laughs> what are you doing? So, anyways, I, I was. I wanted to ha- do, come out here to do a podcast with him because I think he has a great personality. But then all of a sudden, when you have like 20 people, like, dude, it was it was weird. I'm just. I mean, but it was. Um, we're trying to too big of a live audience to do a podcast, so it's just us two right now. So we can kind of have more of a personal um, time uh, and just kind of talk about what it means. But uh, to start off, uh, Jake, what do you do? Who are you? And um, yeah. just get a shout out to the Trust God Brewers. How how we doing, Trust God Brewers? <laughs> okay. What do you call your people? But I don't really call them anything. You know, they don't have a. a Okay. <laughs> you got to give him a name. I, I mean, like, I, I feel like it's borderline TG, saying something like PewDiePie. TG Browers. You know, like, PewDiePie is like, hey, bros, I don't really want to do that, you know? So it's, I try to, like, have a borderline there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So who are you? I am Jake, as forementioned. Um, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. Did mm-hmm. we mention that? Did you mention that? Yeah. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Top 10 places in the world. I would argue that. Yeah, yeah, I would argue that. Definitely in the United States. I think it's a great place to live. Yeah. Um, that's why I moved here. I moved here about a year ago. About uh, a year around ago. This, about a year ago, around this time. Um, that's, yeah, I don't really yeah, that's know great. why I got in uh-huh. moved here, but that's another story. Um, and I'm a <laughs> nurse. I'm a registered nurse. I'm in yeah. the registry. You can look me up. I'm yeah. there. Um, I do... That's what allowed me to be able to move down here is that I'm a nurse and I can just move wherever I want. So, and I'm dope and I do dope things. That's what I'm telling people now. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. What's the hardest part about nursing? The hardest part about nursing? Uh, it's complicated, man. The biology and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the schooling you have to go through and all that stuff you have to learn is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, you have to be for 12 hours straight. Yeah. Your responsibility, you're responsible for five people in their lives, so it can be a bit stressful. Um, on my unit, it's not, they're not very cute, so it's not as bad, but <laughs> okay. yeah, it's very demanding. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, um, it, I'm, during Corona, too, I'm sure you've heard um, lots of things, but it's definitely oh, yeah. very thankful for... It's a hoax. It's a hoax. Okay, well, guys. Don't get the vaccines. <laughs> don't it's the mark of the beast. <laughs> All right, don't listen it's to them. It's the mark of the beast. Don't listen to them. <gasps> okay, so let's, let's get into this topic. I think, um, I, think, I think this is something that people are surprised that a lot of people have trouble with but don't necessarily maybe know that they are, like, are conscious of it. But I think I've realized in the past, like, I will just be cynical about really silly things. Like, for example, this morning, we're having a message, we're having church, and my cynical heart wants to... And so there's a borderline between cynicism and, like, doubt, I think. 
but like of just saying like oh just being like negative about everything um but like for you uh, this what, morning you were? yeah or certain really? things that say i didn't like, know you got negative i always thought you only thought positive thoughts yeah like I mean, what's an example of today um Dude, that's like sometimes like when he says a verse. Because you're negative. Okay, maybe, well, maybe my positive. Or even being overly critical of like, oh, they could have done this or, or mentioned this way. Okay. And just like during the message. I think that can during, be during the message. During the message, okay. when my heart should be in, um, you know, it shouldn't necessarily be doing that. I think there's a, a healthy time for doubt, um, and addressing that. But I think there's a line you cross when everything you're seeing is negative. Yeah. But so for you, what what does it mean? To be, what is cynicism? What does that even mean? I can pull up a dictionary too. Let me let me preface everything with. I don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's cynicism. So I just define cynicism right there. Um, it's seeing the negative in things mm. and dwelling on the negative. Exactly. And, and not seeing the positive, positives in things. And it's it's having a very self-critical spirit. Um, in a way, it's a demonic spirit, I would, mm. I, I would argue. Um, am I not speaking into it? Yeah, just make sure speaking oh. into it. <clears throat> also, it probably, I mean, a, a demonic spirit combined with just our fallen state. Yes, and I think you, like this morning, I think you get that, because uh, I can totally relate, because mm-hmm. I do that a lot when people are giving messages, and I think it stems from... When you lose focus, uh, I, I'm I'm probably going into more, too much. Sure. Maybe just maybe okay. just say this. Well, I'll, <clears throat> and I'd say for me, it's like I doubt. It, it's like a, a negative form. So you you say words. You dwelling on the negative. I think that's the thing to focus on. Cynicism is dwelling on the negative, and I think the thing that I will say in my heart is like, yeah, that's true for you, but that's not true for me. Like you know, like I want to draw something of like, I'm different in some way, and. You know, this because the gospel is a message of hope. That essentially that's what it is. It's not a, a gospel of negativity, but it's it's actually saying it, it's not a lens to say everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be great, your life is going to be fantastic because it's not going to be. But the gospel message is that life is terrible. You look around, things are messed up. Mm-hmm. My heart is messed up, and I need someone. Jesus to bring me out of that. And Jesus, you know, died so that I could be brought out of that and to give me joy. I mean, like, I don't have to rely on myself. So anyways, yep. um, I went on a tangent, but um, when it comes to cynicism, what are the different ways it indwells in our lives? Because I don't think it looks the same for everyone. And um, yeah, if you have a personal experience too, you can share that. Yeah, we have no outline. We didn't go over anything. Uh, oh, am I still not speaking into it? You can't, like, how do you know? I can turn it up. It's getting a little, so little, getting a little okay. quiet. Um, I, th- I guess I'll say, I think it for me, it, stem, it comes from a place of pride. Mm. And so a, a self-righteous attitude of I know everything, I'm better than you, and it's the opposite of what... I think Jesus calls us to be, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, patient, forgiving, merciful, um, and kind of what I was saying yesterday, it comes when we view God wrong, mm. right? 
Yes. And and then it's kind of a trickle down from there. Yeah. How does that yeah. work? What do you mean? Like it's how we view God wrong. Like how do we? How do I view God wrong? Well, I think it, okay. So I think when you view God, for me, mm-hmm. I can see how I view God based on how I'm tr- treating people and yeah. thinking about situations. Sure. So it's like if I'm thinking those thoughts, or if you're thinking those thoughts this morning, mm-hmm. I would argue that fundamentally, if you'd go back, you'd, it's because you're viewing God as those very things that you're. Yes. you're you're viewing God, the way you're viewing him is the way you think God is viewing you and yes. viewing him. Sure. Right? And I think you can be real with the things in your lives and something terribly could go in very wrong. Someone this past weekend had, um, well, a couple of weeks ago, there was a very bad car accident with someone here. Um, and just like thinking of that, like this, you can't say that's not happening. You can't just tell them like, hey, everything's going to be all right. You know, because mm-hmm. the reality is it might not be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can be real about that, but still have this not be cynical about it. Let, let it drive so, you to cynicism, you know? Yes. That's the most, the reason why we are cynical is because of stuff like that. And yeah. because of life experiences, because we don't believe the truth. We believe yeah. lies. We don't believe that that could happen mm-hmm. and that God's good and that God's using it for his sanctification, for yeah. his family's sanctification, yes. for his glorification. Like, we, we don't. You mm-hmm. don't believe it in your bones. You, yeah. s- you say you do on a superficial yes. level, but it's yes. not, you know, Dude. it's not in your bones. Yes. Go, go, let's go. <laughs> bones. Bones. <laughs> no, I think he hit something super key. I hit the bones, what I hit. Yeah. It's like, we need this message of Jesus, like, in us as much as a part of, like, as me eating bread, I need to be filled with, like, this message. Like, so it's like, I, say, I know the message. In my head, I know that God created everything. Um, he is king of everything. He didn't need to do it, but he wanted to. And that we have fallen, man, wanted to be our own God. And that Jesus died so that in response to faith in him, we can be restored, and he paid that price and that penalty if we repent and turn to him. I know that. You know, I know the, the knowledge of that. Mm. But my heart does not know that by my actions. You know well, what I mean? That's totally. I mean, that's the problem in our day and age, the information age, the internet mm-hmm. age. It's like we know everything, we, we, and we keep thinking we need more information, at least mm-hmm. for me. It's like there's a disconnect between the head and the heart. Like yes. We're always feeding our intellect. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the scripture is, but knowledge puffs up. Yeah. But we don't ever address our hearts. And I think Herbie hit on it this morning, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good. He yeah. was like, God doesn't delight in your intellect. He doesn't mm-hmm. delight in your knowledge. He delights. Do you have the psalm open that he was at this morning? No. Psalm no. 147. Yeah. He said he delights in... Um, those who fear the Lord. Those who fear the Lord and those who believe in, in his mercy. And that those who believe in, in, in uh, his steadfast love. Yes. That's, I mean, it's, it's great. And I think one thing that has helped me in my cynicism is, like you said, to internalize it. And there's certain things that I'll do to help me experience the gospel in a way that's not just head knowledge. And one thing that is biblical um, is muttering or even like meditation like the meditation to meditate means like to mutter and so sometimes on a run um i will pick a verse and usually it's short 
And I just remember one run I picked, Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. Simple verse. You just repeat it over and over. I just, it's a, it becomes a mantra, yeah. you know? And it sounds kind of weird, that's but awesome. I think that's a, it's a good habit to get into because it's not just like, it almost becomes like physical, like as the ground, I'm, I'm like running, I'm starting to, you know, I'm looking up at the sky, yeah. the sun's starting to set, and, and it's just like, you just keep saying it, like, um, there's something about it that's like, it makes you see different sides of it, but it's not just a knowledge thing, you know, it's about this experience. Um, and so I think, um, and part of that is, it's like, you're trying to get it deep into your heart. You And you don't just want this, what do we want deep in our heart? What do you think, what is the central message that needs to be deep in our heart in order to fight cynicism? I think it's, a, it's the truth of what the scripture says about God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't see it. I think it's that God is good, that God is merciful to sinners, yes. and that there is grace for us. But, Right. Yeah. How do I know God is good? How do I know His His grace is for us? How? Well, I mean, the Word, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it says He's good, but then it's like, why is He good? You know. I mean, that's why you struggle with cynicism. So sure. Yes. What I'm getting to is that the the historical person of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. in the gospel itself is this lens through when I step through that it can this when I have a it'll defeat the other lens of cynicism. When I look on my cynicism glasses, everything's gray. That's the lens I see everything. Everything's dark. But then you put on these other lens, the lens of the gospel, everything becomes color. Like you've seen it. It's not a different picture, but you're seeing it differently. And so the thing I think that we need is the gospel because when you see that Jesus is for you, it's like, God, you're not for me. Like you really don't love me. You're, this is for my punishment. And you put on the lens of the gospel, it says that like, he, Jesus is 100% for me. God is 100% for me. He laid down his life. And so it's like, and, but it's not just um, a knowledge of it, but it's this heart knowledge um, that we want. Yeah, no, it's, it's very, very well put. And the, the problem, as you were saying, is believing it and mm-hmm. having the faith which is like yeah. what the gospels are all about and what Jesus constantly yes. like do you believe do you believe yeah. like let it be done according mm. to your faith so the question becomes like how do you do that how do you and believe and yeah. sure just reading prayer yes. and I think community like I think that's something that in, mm-hmm. in our age again the internet yes. isolates us it's like having people in your life other believers that are speaking truth to you because mm-hmm. you can't isolate yourself. You can read, you can pray, you can do all those things. But if you don't have the element of the other body or of other members mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, speaking that to you, then it's no go. Yeah. Um, I think that's wise. It's like part of it is like we want we were physical people, so we're made to experience life as all parts of it, not just this simply intellectual and spiritual thing, like having these spiritual conversations. These are good in supplement to living Stop the Christian life. Stop having spiritual conversations is what, is what I'm no. trying to say. Okay. No? No. What we're oh. saying is like, it's like the Keep experience. Keep having spiritual <laughs> Experience community. Live it with other Christians. Meet, talk to other people totally. that aren't Christians and like live life with people like do things like you know like you did the other day like pickleball and pizza with <laughs> some friends and so I think we didn't have any pizza okay well I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about when you're with like Billy 
and Adrian. Oh, totally. Yes, yeah. we did do pick a one pizza. How did you yeah. know about that? I talked to Phil oh, about nice. it. Okay. So, I think a, a passage here that I really find a lot of hope in is Psalm 42, and um, David is struggling, and he is struggling oh, yes. to love God. Yes. And this, the whole heart of this passage is preaching the gospel to yourself. Jerry Bridges coined it, and I think this is the the key for like how we can live out the Christian life to fight cynicism every day. Yeah. Preach the gospel yourself. Simple, I mean, but not easy to do. It's a discipline. Yeah. So I'm going to read it. Um, or would you like this to This is what it? I referenced. This is what I was referencing. Matt Chandler has a, uh, a sermon jam. <laughs> really? On this. Yeah. Okay, you want to read it? Why are you so downcast on my soul? Why aren't you buying into this? There's a disconnect between his head and his heart, and it's driving him crazy. That's what Matt Chandler says. Oh, okay. okay. What do you want me to read through? Just the whole chapter. The whole chapter? Yeah. Because well, there's a... Okay, so there's a progression that happens in this chapter. The beginning, he's wrestling with God, and he's... In fact, he's probably in the desert at oh, this point. Oh, you got some notes on here. Dying of thirst, um, and he says some things that are pretty shocking. Um, so I, I would like to go through right. the whole chapter. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul. ESV version, by the way, for those <laughs> KJVers, I'm sorry, or NIVers. <laughs> NIVers, just <sighs> repent. <laughs> I don't even know. No, okay, let's just read yeah, it. Read right. it. Right. Jeez Louise. As a deer pants for, for flowing streams, so pants uh, my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God, with glad shouts and songs of praise and multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down on my soul? Mm. And why, aren't you, why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Well, I've read that a lot, and I never like re- really seen the gospel. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the war of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your ways have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning? Because of the oppression of the enemy. As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in torment within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. And thanks for thanks for reading that. You betcha. Um, why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Who... Who is David talking to when he says, why are you cast down on my soul? Who is, who is he talking to? I feel like I'm back in Sunday school. and like, <laughs> ah, Jesus. <laughs> no, but. Who, Let's say it again. Why are you, who is he down? talking to? Yeah, who is he talking, talking to? He's talking to himself. Exactly. Yeah. He's having this whole discourse with himself. And it's actually, he sounds like a madman. I, I mean, um, if you look at it, it's like. He's saying, like, why are you cast down on my soul? My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you. And so, I mean, he's having this wrestling that he's telling himself. And then he's like, these things are going on. My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all the day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. So he's remembering these painful things. How long 
how I would go with the throng and lead them in the procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude keeping festive festival. So it's like going back and forth of like, he's wrestling with himself. And so I remember um, there was a summer I spent in Tennessee and there was mornings when I would wake up and the lies I was telling myself was so prevalent during those times. And I would wake up and I would go on a run and I would just start talking to myself, and I looked like a madman. So pretty much the lie I was telling myself at this time was that I'm a failure, and I can do nothing right, and you'll never be able to do anything right. Um, And a lot of that probably stems from childhood or recent events, but I think there's different reasons. I don't think you have to know those reasons, but I think you have to work past those lies mm. so here's here's me I'm, I'm waking I'm like telling myself like that I'm like having this talking to myself literally I if someone saw me like running like they would think I'm a crazy person um and I just realized it's like yeah like I am a failure like I can't do anything right but Christ was the ultimate success for me and that like became true um and not all at once but it was just like this like wrestling over multiple weeks and um it's like, and you ask, you ask yourself, why do I, why do I, why am I talking to myself? Why am I doing this? Why are you cast down on my soul? Why am I so worried? Ask yourself and then preach the gospel to yourself. Like mm-hmm. have this discussion with yourself, like bring it up to God and really just yourself, which. Yeah. Um, and I mean. Yeah. I, I, I would argue have other people in your life preaching the gospel to you. Yes. Because I, I don't. It's a beautiful thing. We always say, preach the gospel. So preach the gospel. So it's like, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yes. But it's not working. Yes. Right? Because you only, I think, you believe it. We believe. That's why we have community, I think. You believe in, in um, community and when it comes to someone else. Mm-hmm. It, is mine too quiet again? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, you're, you, you're the one telling yourself and believing a lie mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah. And then here you're supposed to somehow... How do you know that that's not the lie? Mm-hmm. You know, you just get when you when you're believing those yes. things, you get mixed up. Yeah, because we're not fully autonomous people. We like to think we are. We like you're pretty dang men. close. No, I'm not. Okay, I, I try to be, but I'm really not. <laughs> like it's a bad thing to do that. Right. So the thing is, like, especially for men, like men so much want to be these all strength, all like knowledgeable. You know, I can do anything. I never ask for directions. Like just the classic and. You, it's just so funny because that's when you mess up and mm-hmm. something bad happens and you're like, shoot, like I need help. Yep. And so I think um, that's something I've experienced of like, oh, in like minimizing community, like the people in your life. And then when you come around people and whether they tell you, hey, I see this in your life and I've seen or even telling you like, hey, this, tr- this lie that you're t- telling yourself isn't true. Um, that's really helpful. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Hmm. I wonder if they can hear the piano. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear the piano. It's Some, kind of cool. It's like a per- perfect little... <laughs> someone's going cla- off right now. Classical. Yeah. And so, um, okay, for, for your life, though... Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, I, I know Jake doesn't oh. like to get personal, but <laughs> do you have lies that you tell yourself? Yeah, no, I, I totally relate to everything you said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think everyone does to an extent. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. What are would you like to share like how you've worked through that? Um, I know you. I don't think we do. I don't. Yeah. I mean, we're always working through it. Yes, I think exactly. Some seasons we have more, more or less, but the gospel. We're always is not not something we grow out of. We're exactly. All, you like that? Good. Good. Love it. <laughs> it's something we're always rooting sin out of our hearts, and oh my goodness, we gotta go. Dude, we gotta get Joe on. Joe, come here. Okay. Joe, Joe. we're gonna wrap this up. Joe, Joe Metz is here, by the way. Um, hey Joe, what's your favorite Pop Tart flavor? Strawberry. Okay, you know, you know how fitting that is. We, we're talking about cynicism. Uh huh. Mr. Cynicism himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's mean. That's mean. Joe's really, I'm, I'm really joyful guy. But so here's the thing. What Jake was saying. Just I'm gonna summarize this and we're gonna wrap this up because I think we we've, we've produced. What, what was I saying right there? You were saying that we never go out of the gospel. Yes. And yes, then I asked yes. like personal lies, but you said we never go out of the gospel, and I think that's well, true. And that's I think okay for me I think that's where cynicism comes from because you think you think that you do and then you start to put faith in yourself and the way you're living yes and then you come back and you don't believe the gospel you don't believe that God's merciful is forgiving mm. go ahead I mean that's it I mean yes that's that's it that's that's what we want it's like we we never want to grow out of like the gospel because then you start to say like hey I'm the ultimate trust God bro you know I can. You know, I can do things through myself who strengthens me. <laughs> that, that's what you start to tell yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. You start to give this do hard, try hard Christian message and not trust Jesus, you know, for dying for your sins. Like, I'm insufficient. I think of John 15, which says, apart from you, I can do nothing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we can start wrapping up, but that, that's the heart of the message. So if you take anything out of this, we never grow out of the gospel. You need it more than anything. Um, yeah, and so, I, I yeah. Stop listening to podcasts. Not yes. this one. Okay, you stop listening to this podcast. But, and do what? Stop trying to think your way through it and get this. Okay, this is the conclusion I've come to at my age. Yeah. Twenty-five. Get out of your head and get out of thinking so much and, like, start getting into community and talking to people and, like, actually, this is what we've already been saying. No. I I I just think we very much think we can think our way through things. Mm. And it's, that's when... We cannot. For me, it becomes problematic. That's the yes. more I think, the more cynical I become. Yes, get with God, get with people, stop thinking through it. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm just gonna end with this verse, and um, then we can kind of sign off. But okay, why are you cast down on my soul, and why are you in with turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. So, um, thanks for being on this podcast and opening up. Thanks for having me, man. Should we do that? Boom, 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 boom. Shout out to uh, Dayton's brother, Derek. <laughs> with That is such a good beat. Uh, D-Roms. <laughs> D, what does he call himself? J- J-Shock. J-Shock. If you listen to this. Does he listen to this? Probably not. <laughs> Jeez. He's uh, listened to a couple. 
Is he getting money from no. playing his okay. Well, no. It's a great beat. I said I said I'd pay him, but he said it's good. So yeah, he supplied the beat and um, for all you adventures and odyssey fans out there. Oh, that, okay, I thought that's it was what the clip comes from. I thought the voice was. Follow me on Insta. Uh, follow me on Facebook. He doesn't have Instagram. TikTok. <laughs> he doesn't have TikTok. Um, YouTube channel. He doesn't have YouTube. Mm. How how can people? What if, what do if people want to write to you? What if you have a secret admirer? Colorado Springs, Colorado. <laughs> no, I yeah. Let's we'll find a way. Okay, let's hang this up. Okay, um, at, hey, dude, at the end of every episode we say, and that's how I trust God. I don't like that. No, you have to say it. Okay, I'm going to count us down, okay? Okay. And that's how you trust God, bro. Okay. <laughs>